This is Serenade Radio, with the best in easy listening. Now here's Mark Stein with Stein's Song of the Week. There are thousands of great love songs for Valentine's Day, but only one great Valentine love song. Chet Baker's trumpet with the Jerry Mulligan Quartet and the first of over 100 Chet Baker recordings of My Funny Valentine from 1952. And two years later, with the same beautiful tone as his trumpet, the second Funny Valentine that told the world Chet Baker was also a singer. Is your figure less than green? Is your mouth a little weak When you open it to speak Are you smart But don't change your hair for me Not if you care for me Stay, little Valentine Stay Each day is Valentine's Day I'm not joking about those 100 Chet Baker versions of My Funny Valentine. Uh, There's an Italian album called Seven Faces of Valentine, which features a septet of Chet Baker Funny Valentines recorded in Italy between 1975 and 1985. And that's just one decade's worth in one country. Mr. Baker is an extreme case of funny Valentine addiction, but by no means alone. In the 1950s, the owner of a club in New York is said to have had a standard contract for vocalists with a clause forbidding them from singing the song. Good luck with that today. My funny Valentine Sweet comic Valentine You make me smile with my heart Your looks so laughable Unphotographable But you're my favorite work of art 
that's Elvis Costello, not doing the usual rocker with a midlife crisis, sloughing off a standards album, but recording it when he was 24 and still a happening guy, thinking that with guitar in lieu of trumpet, he could glom on to a bit of Chet Baker cool. Cheryl Crow and Christina Aguilera do it because Elvis Costello did it. Elvis Costello did it because Chet Baker did it. But why in February of 1954 did Chet Baker do it? Because that month, Frank Sinatra had released an album called Songs for Young Lovers, the first album on his new label, Capitol Records, with Frank on the cover, The Nocturnal Loner, save for his atmospheric lamppost. And side one, track one of that album was a song nobody back then thought of as a big song. Oh, sure, a few jazz guys did it instrumentally and a couple of lady singers, but Sinatra's choice of it as the very first song of a very great album, the first of the great albums, made people sit up. Frank wasn't always comfortable in waltz time. He was a 4-4 guy, the tempo of the heartbeat, as Nelson Riddle called it, and he could sometimes sound a little tentative in 3-4. Yet when this arrangement shifts into waltz time halfway through, Sinatra doesn't shift so much as waft across the text in three-quarter time. He floats effortlessly and beautifully. My funny valentine Sweet comic valentine You make me smile With my heart Your looks are laughable Unphotographable Yet you're my favorite work of art Is your figure less than Greek? Is your mouth a little weak? When you open it to speak Are you smart? But don't change your hair for me Not if you care for me Stay little Valentine Stay Each day is Valentine's Day Is your figure less than Greek Is your mouth a little weak When you open it to speak Are you smart? But don't change a hair for me Not if you care for me Stay Valentine, stay each day is Valentine's Day. 
Frank Sinatra, conducted by Nelson Riddle, but it's actually an arrangement by George Siravo that Frank had had sitting around for a couple of years, and it's marvellous. And it did a lot for the song, to the point where, at the dawn of the LP era, the joke was that it would be easier to list the albums that didn't include My Funny Valentine. By the time Sinatra got to the song, Funny Valentine was two decades old, written by Rogers and Hart in 1937 for a Broadway show called Babes in Arms, where it was sung to the leading man who was called Val, short for Valentine. Uh, anything else? Not really. That's pretty much all we know. As a longtime lover of a song is born anecdotes, I know what I'm looking for in a good and then I wrote story. To take another Rogers and Hart number, the boys were in a taxi cab with a couple of showgirls and it braked suddenly and threw them forward and one of the girls said, Oh, my heart stood still. And hey presto, the muse descended. I took one look at you That's all I meant to do But then my heart You want every great song to have that kind of story behind it, especially when it's as iconic an entry in the catalogue as My Funny Valentine. But sometimes great songs aren't written that way. Sometimes it's just closer to Lennon and McCartney's explanation of their work methods. Quote, There are two things we always do when we sit down and write a song. First we sit down, then we write a song. I've spent years trying to figure out the spark that lit my funny Valentine. I've spoken to cast members of Babes in Arms and Richard Rogers' daughter and other friends and family and come up dry every time. It seems that first they sat down, then they wrote a song. And we'll never know the process by which Lauren's heart decided he could use a six-syllable word in a romantic ballad and make it sound utterly natural. Your looks are laughable Unphotographable Stephen Sondheim couldn't resist a big catty sneer at that. Quote, Your looks are unphotographable. Unless the object of the singer's affection is a vampire, surely what Hart means is unphotogenic. Only vampires are unphotographable. Boy, talk about missing the point. (laughs) 
But if we don't know a lot about what they did after sitting down to write the song, we do know that for Babes in Arms, they were sitting down and writing a lot of them. That opening night on Broadway, Wednesday, April 14th, 1937, as we've discussed before, introduced the world to four and a half major standards. My Funny Valentine, Where or When, I Wish I Were in Love Again, The Lady is a Tramp, and the half standard, Johnny One Note. It fell to 16-year-old Mitzi Green to unveil My Funny Valentine. She never made a record of it, and nor did any other singer. In fact, the first hit version of My Funny Valentine came eight years after the Broadway opening. My funny valentine, we comic valentine, you make me smile with my heart, your looks are One week on the hit parade in 1945, number 16 for Hal McIntyre and his orchestra with vocal by Ruth Gaylor. Because notwithstanding Frank Sinatra, Chet Baker, Elvis Costello, it is a woman's song, a preeminent example indeed of an entire genre of women's songs, in which the lady in question sings about what a schlub her man is. The template was established by Jerome Kern and P.G. Woodhouse. What a long came Bill, who's not the type at all. You meet him on the street and never notice him. His form and taste, his manly grace, is not the kind that you would find in all at you. But along came Bill, along came Valentine. Get a load of Bill. His manly grace is not the kind that you would find in a statue. But boy, that Valentine. Is his figure less than Greek? Is his mouth a little weak? 
And just like poor old Bill, funny old Valentine has a verse to underline what a slightly dopey gent this goofball is. Behold the way our fine feathered friend his virtue doth parade. Thou knowest not, my dim-witted friend, the picture thou hast made. Thy vacant brow and thy tasseled hair conceal thy good intent. Thou noble, upright, truthful, sincere, and slightly dopey gent, you're my funny valentine. That's the verse and it's lovely. Alec Wilder, noting that the published sheet music is printed without any piano accompaniment, called it an air for a shepherd's pipe. Its pastoral purity enhanced by all the archaisms, the thous and thys and doths and hasts, which Larry Hart neatly brings down to earth in that slightly dopey final line. In the context of the show, it's wonderful, but I never quite understood why almost every female vocalist, from Ella Fitzgerald to Linda Ronstadt to Christina Aguilera, feels obliged to sing it on pop albums far removed from the plot of Babes in Arms. And then I realised, of course, that it's their way of reminding us that notwithstanding the phenomenal popularity of the Sinatra recording, the Chet Baker, it's not a guy's song. Male vocalists can glide over the chorus and lines like, Is your figure less than Greek? But the verse makes plain that the number belongs to that long tradition of female peons to imperfect males. So in insisting on the verse, Ella, Linda and co are telling Frank and the boys, this is one part of Funny Valentine you guys can never have. Thy vacant brow and thy tousled hair Conceal thy good intent Thou noble, upright, truthful, sincere And slightly dopey gent You're my funny valentine Sweet comic valentine You make me smile with my heart Your looks are laughable Unphotographable Still you're my favorite work of art Is your figure less than Greek? Is your mouth a little weak? When you open it to speak Are you smart? Don't change your hair for me Not if you care for me Stay little Valentine Stay 
Nelson Riddle should have called cut back there and said, with respect, Miss Ronstadt, when I conducted Frank, he did that thing he does where he holds the big note and then blends into the soft, small note that follows. So it doesn't sound like exhibitionist big note bombast undermining the emotion of the tale, like, alas, your stay, little Valentine, stay, exclamation does. We'll never know how Richard Rogers hit upon climbing an octave higher for the dramatic climax of the lyric, but the tune is responsive to the words, written in the minor key to match the wistfulness of the lyric, and then ending up in the major just as the text becomes bold and declarative. The music tells us that notwithstanding the playful mockery of the words, this love is for real. A love song is a very fragile thing, and the false tinkle of the wrong word on the wrong note can tip the thing into absurdity. Perhaps walking that fine line is something you can only understand instinctively. Larry Hart certainly did. I mentioned Stephen Sondheim's snippiness about that six-syllable word, your looks are laughable, unphotographable. But Hart knew what he was doing. The word is not just perfect, but autobiographical. To promote Babes in Arms, the writers gave the usual round of interviews, and a lady from Popular Songs magazine inquired after Hart's own love life. Love life, he replied, I haven't any. So he was a confirmed bachelor? Of course, said Hart. Nobody would want me. In 1937, Rogers and Hart were at the top of their game. Hart was one of the most successful men on Broadway. So how come nobody would want him? Yet nobody did, or so Larry was convinced. He was a misproportioned four foot ten and sensitive to the fact that Rogers was the normal guy, the one with a wife and kids and the family life he'd never known. He lived with his mother and various passing aunts. The cabaret singer Mabel Mercer called him the saddest man she ever knew. You can hear it in the songs. Falling in love with love is falling from make-believe. Yet Hart, who never in his short sad life had anything approaching a long-term relationship, could also skewer precisely the assumptions of intimacy. Mort Schumann, who wrote Save the Last Dance for Me and a ton of Elvis hits, once told me that this was one of his favourite songs, Rogers and Hart, It Never Entered My Mind. You have what I lack myself And now I even have to scratch my back When I first heard that, said Mort Schumann, I thought, yeah, I've always had this little place on my back that I can't quite reach. And I thought about the times I've asked a lover to scratch it for me. That's brilliant writing. Brilliant, but conjured strictly from Lauren's heart's imagination. No one ever scratched his back. By 1937, he'd written a hundred love songs for everyone else. And My Funny Valentine was one for himself and for someone who'd love him enough to mean it. Behold the way our fine-feathered friend his virtue doth parade. Thou knowest not, my dim-witted friend, the 
picture thou hast made Thy vacant brow and thy tousled hair Conceal thy good intent Thou noble, upright, truthful, sincere And slightly dobigent You're my funny valentine Sweet comic valentine You make me smile with my heart Your look Unphotographable Yet you're my favorite work of art Is your figure less than Greek? Is your mouth a little weak? When you open it to speak Are you smart? But don't change a hair for me not if you care for me Stay little Valentine Stay Each day is Valentine's Day The song Larry Hart would like to have had someone sing to him Is your figure less than Greek? Is your mouth a little weak? But don't change your hair for me. No one ever did sing it to him. my funny valentine, sweet comic valentine, you make me smile with my heart. Your lips are laughable, Unphotographable Yet you're my favorite work of art Is your figure less than Greek? Is your mouth a little weak? When you open it to speak Are you smart A song from me to you, Mary Martin singing Richard Rogers' music, Lawrence Hart's words, just before Sinatra and all who followed turned a very specific song about a poor, goofy valentine and made it a love song for everyone. To listen to the score of Babes in Arms is to hear Rogers and Hart at their very best, yet the show marked 
the gradual acceleration of the team's diverging paths. Rogers, disciplined and ambitious, was now the dominant partner and en route to the heights he would achieve as composer, publisher, producer with Oscar Hammerstein. Hart, mercurial and indifferent, was on the beginning of a slippery slide into the abyss. He never knew My Funny Valentine as a great standard. In 1943, on the first night of the Broadway revival of a Connecticut Yankee, a drunken Larry Hart was ejected from the theatre. As usual, he'd lost his overcoat, but this time he caught a chill and died in hospital a few days later. His last words were, What have I lived for? Anyone who's fallen in love to a Rogers and Hart song could answer that for him. Stein's Song of the Week was presented by Mark Stein and produced for Serenade Radio by Brian Savin.